Hello, and welcome to Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. Today, I am so, so excited because we have Charlene Williams on with us. She's one of our listeners who has been brave enough and is empowered enough by everything that she's been hearing to come on and get a coaching call with us with Jay. So welcome, Charlene. Yay, Yay, Charlene. I'm so excited. We're excited. Thanks for coming on with us. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, so let's jump in. First of all, um, would you tell us a little bit, I've read your email to Becca, so I kind of know your background a little bit, but would you give our listeners a little background of who you are, what you're up to, you know, how you connect with us, kind of basically overview of that email would be great so that they know where you're coming from. Sure. So we start there? Yeah. Um, Jump right in. I am a freelance surface designer and trend consultant, so um, I work from home, I design graphics that go on products, everything from laptop cases and kids' lunch bags and everything in between. Um, I have been doing the work since I originally heard Jay on the Being Boss podcast, and I've read your book. And cool. I had a couple, uh, a really rough year a couple years ago in my business that really kind of pushed me into doing some self work. And um, yeah, I've really found the podcast so helpful because it's one thing to read the book, but then you mm-hmm. need those those lessons reinforced over and over again as you sure to stay conscious. Yeah. yeah. And for me, um, part of why I wanted to reach out to you is I feel like I still need to do some work about coming from a place of scarcity mm-hmm. and a place of lack and really doing some work around that is is something that I've kind of been focused on. And my, my word for 2017, the word for the year is abundance. So trying mm-hmm. to nice. be focused on that instead. So first of all, real quick, because the first thing that comes to my mind is <clears throat> when you say the word abundance... Does mm-hmm. it set off your BS meter? Hmm. You know what? It, it. I guess it feels like something I admire in someone else. If that makes yeah, any that's what sense. I'm getting. I'm not getting the vibration of it from you. Yeah. 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 So I, I just want you to be in the inquiry around that. Whether you know the word we want to choose for the year is one we can totally align ourselves with. At least that's my that's my vibe on it, mm-hmm. um, my take on it, and so and and all that I'm seeing, like and everything you've said so far, and I want to get into it more because I think because you know we obviously want to we could to be honest I think we could handle this in ten seconds, but <laughs> well <laughs> that would make for a good <laughs> podcast. So <laughs> um, because every everything I've heard and everything I've seen that you're talking about is you're on the right track, and that's what I want you to get more than anything is that. You are, if, if, are you familiar with Abraham's stuff? A little bit, only what I've heard you mention. Yeah. So one of the things that Abraham says that I think you can get is that all that's missing is that uh, us being a vibrational match with what we want, right? And so all I see is that there's just still some static on the line for you to be in complete alignment with the level of abundance that you want to create. Because mm-hmm. if you really got clear about it, and, and I'd like us to do this for a second because I think it's empowering and important. Can we get clear for a second around all the abundance that you already have created? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Because what I'm, I mean, sitting from where I'm sitting and looking at your life, it's pretty fantastic. Right? Yes. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> yes. No, it it. It is. I I struggle with, you know, always wanting the next thing. 
is right. But I, I know, and, so, and we'll yeah, get there. Yes. We'll get there. But just for now, yeah. you know, what's the most important thing? First of all, is to acknowledge where you are. Yes. So we can see where we're going. So mm-hmm. you know, from where you are now, I think part of that's missing is the part of what might be missing is the acknowledgement of how far you've come and how well you're already doing. Yes. Yep. Right. So could yeah. you speak to, cause I want to actually, and I hear your yes, but I want to actually hear you really get into that, like feel that. Can you mm-hmm. share with us a little bit of like what's currently, like how is your life now looking from a lens of abundance? Like what abundance do you already have in your life and what a great life you have? I mean, I'm looking at like your assault, you set your own hours, mm-hmm. you work for yourself, you have some clients that are freaking amazing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's interesting that you you feel this from me too cuz I really felt like 2016 like I felt like I got this and I had the vibrations yeah. where I was like this is my best year yet. Like I yeah. wake up and I I'm I used to feel like even when I'm designing cute little kids patterns, I feel like mm-hmm. fight or flight in my stomach, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't have that anymore. And I, I'm doing a gratitude journal and meditating and I've had some great experiences. And I, I was really feeling that in 2016, when I added up my numbers from 2016, it kind of really shook me to the core. So I think I'm still shaking that off a little bit and mm-hmm. really remembering that feeling that like, wow, 2016 was really great for me and more it's really numbers didn't match that yeah is that what you're saying so so what i'm hearing is you had a great year like in terms of vibe in terms of feeling good and in terms of Mm -hmm. enjoying your life 2016 rocked but then you added up the numbers and they didn't match that yeah yeah so that that's something that's kind of tainted that that spirit <laughs> that I had a little bit. Oh, I totally get, get that. that. Yeah, I yeah. totally get and that. And part of the perception then is that abundance has to show up in terms of dollar signs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because totally. I am the yep. same. I am. We are similar in the sense that if you looked at my life, I mean, I I have to keep coming from this place that. The joy I have in my life and the fact that I don't work, you know, and I'm not grinding it out till two in the morning like people are, or even till not past 4 p.m. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm so spoiled. Yeah. That, but I don't make a ton of, like, in terms of monetary money yet, I haven't been a vibrational match to bring in what I would like to bring in. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a pretty common thing. And a common theme, yeah, I'm in, I mean, definitely in the same place. We're all three here, entrepreneurs who are dealing with the craziness that is that. Um, And it's hard when you look at a month and you feel like, oh my gosh, this was such a great month. I loved everything I was doing. I had the best clients. And then you like do billing and you're like, oh. I didn't make you do money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So we want to, we want to, one of the things that, that, um, that I first want to acknowledge just so we get clear about where we are, that you're actually do have a great life and we have a lot to be grateful for and you're doing all that. But because there's something missing, I also don't want to invalidate that. Like there's something going on that, that you aren't Mm -hmm. bringing in the level of cash that you want to. And Mm -hmm. my request is, can we locate ourselves in the word yet? Cause I'm telling you it's coming. (laughs) Like I can feel it coming. Heck yeah. And so I don't know if you can or not, but I definitely, I feel like there's just, it's just a matter of you, of just a couple of things getting out of your way. And I assert that there are things that are either, there's something going on, what I'm hearing or what I'm vibing is there's something about 
some of that. Uh, you mentioned in your note that you were a born people pleaser, that there was, you know, you, you um, have some of that stuff to transform. Mm-hmm. And, so and that that's something that I I feel like I've I've gotten much better with that. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, yeah, I definitely come from a, a long line of people pleasers. I'll say that. <laughs> Got it. Well, and that's a, that's that's an ingrained thing mm-hmm. too. So that's one of those ones where I know Jay's always like flex your muscle, Becca, because I've. You know, I put into myself into like that perfectionist, make everybody happy thing mm-hmm. real easy. It's really mm-hmm. easy to slide back in there. As much work as I've done, I still slide there so quickly, especially when you're dealing with clients mm-hmm. because you want them to be happy. They're paying you and you want the best possible thing for them. And and sometimes you say yes to things that really should be no's and because you're trying to make your client happy. Um, and that's a people pleasing thing that it took me a while to realize I was doing. And it wasn't just customer service. It was Mm. like people pleasing. I wasn't, I wasn't benefiting them or myself by just being agreeable. I haven't thought about it in that context because I think about the work that I've done with, you know, family and friends and the people pleasing, but I haven't really put it in the context of a client. That's good. Oh yeah, that is good. Well, and that's what I want to get. It's like what get want to want to get to is the what layer is next to peel off because what I know is the more conscious I become and the more conscious we become, the more I get, oh god, there's a whole other layer of that crap under there. Mm-hmm. Right? Just when I think I've got it all figured out, I'm like, "Holy crap, there's more to go." Right? And what I also have come to this past year is that that stuff has a layer of fear under it that has to be addressed. Mm. Like there, there's some layer of, and that's what I, that's what I wanted to get to with you. Like if there, if you could see in the gap between where you are and where you want to go and, and just with an eyeball on, is there anything that vibrates as fear in there? Can you see that? Yes. I, I, that's something that I think about often after listening um, to your podcast is that I know that it's, there's fear there. I can't pinpoint exactly what it is. Got it. Um, I, I have some it? ideas of what I, I think it is, but yeah. Do you, is that something you want to share with us or is that? Sure. Yeah. So I have, it, this is kind of a bigger thing, but I, I left my corporate job partly because I, I worked in design at a large corporation. I was really happy, but then it started to feel like I wasn't really living in integrity and things like that. And I met my husband right after I quit that job and I started freelance and I like totally turned my life upside down. And I think there is a teeny tiny part of me that has a little fear of like, he only knows me in this way. And we have such a happy marriage and happy life that like, what if all of this changes? What if we move? What if I, what if it turns out I have to close my business and go work for somebody and that happens to be somewhere else? You know, what is that could mess up everything? So that's like one aspect of it. Hmm. And then um, I think I do have a little fear of I make my own schedule and I like to be outdoors and I take my dog to the dog park randomly at two o'clock on a Tuesday. That mm-hmm. if I get successful and super busy, like, is my life going to start to resemble what it was like when I was working in the corporate world and working mm. for someone else? And so those are two things that 
keep coming up for me. Got it. Yeah. So let's go one by one. The first one um, with your husband, what I'm when you said that, the image I had of you was holding on to that really super tight. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holding on so tight that, 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 you know, it's like that world of holding on with a closed fist so nothing else can come into it. Okay. Um, and so have you and your husband like had conversations about like were you know, have you talked to him about, you know, what you want to create and is he aligned with all that? Oh, sure. He's, he's incredibly supportive. He, um, does work for a fa- his family business um, that his grandfather uh-huh. owns that really locks us here in Minneapolis because he has plans uh-huh. to take over the business. So uh-huh. that's that's an aspect of it too that you know we we talk about often, but we've chosen that's likely going to be our destiny at least for the near future is staying uh-huh. here and staying in this kind of lifestyle. And is that is that something that you thought you were going to do f- with your life? stay there no, forever? No, not at all. Like I thought okay. I, I came, moved here um, for college and then I ended up getting a good, a good job here. But I, I really kind of thought I would, I would move away eventually. Do you, I crave, do you I crave ha- that change. I know that feeling. Yeah. And so yeah. do you believe that you yeah. can be as I'm successful as you want to be and still stay there? Um, in theory, yes. I do. I, I think I do, but I feel like my business has been telling me otherwise. Because everybody I know that's more successful lives in bigger design hub cities. Yeah. I may just be noticing those people and, you know, sort of wishful thinking, uh, paying attention. Well, to or you people, may have a belief. But, like there might be a belief that I have to live yeah. somewhere else to be bigger, be as big as I want to be. Yeah. Or also a belief that, you know, this wasn't the life that I chose, but I'm making this sacrifice because I love my husband and. I'm, you know, this is the life that we have to have. It does feel a little like settling, if that's kind of what there, you There, yeah. Think. That's yeah. what I was trying to get yeah. to, is that world yeah. of, does it occur <laughs> like you're settling? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a huge, I mean, that's a huge thing, too, where if you feel like you're settling, What's the and point? it's like, what level of your business are you also settling for? Yeah. Like, this is as much as I can do. You too. I just got sweaty palms. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good sign. The fear. It's a very good sign. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! What are they going to say next? Now, oof, sweaty palms. That means we've hit on something. Yeah. So, what else am I settling on? Hmm. Yeah. Or what do you? There's some story about you settling. Like, what story do you have about settling? That if you were to actually get complete with it, it would be, you could probably be fine. But there's some story or some belief in there. I certainly have had Mm. had had to blaze through my belief that, I mean, I've created Lawrence, Kansas is now a, like a little nest that I can jump off of and do everything from. But believe me, I had to work through my belief that I could be as successful as I want to be from the middle of the country. Mm-hmm. And I, I grew up in the community. I grew up here in Lawrence and always felt like I was going to be uh, somewhere else. Never, ever, ever did I think that I'd be here as a grown person. Um, met my husband. My husband is definitely more of a homebody. He's a cancer. <laughs> he liked his place and his space. And um, it, you know, there was a lot of getting through that and walking through that with myself to sort of let go of that idea that we were going to go live in New York or we were going to, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that was going to be. Um, and so I think that some of that that settling feeling can 
just permeate so many different areas of your life. You know, I settled for a crappy, you know, nine to five job that it was like, whatever, you know, okay. Um, and so you have at least taken that first leap of faith. You know, you're like, hey, I'm going to go do this business by myself. Now we just have to get you released from the idea that that is settling. Yeah, there's a, there's something that's coming up for me um, that I don't even know if it'll make sense to you, Charlene. But if you could look at yourself at at a, at different ages, like is there is there a you at a particular age that's like I'm never going to end up in in Minnesota I'm going to be in New York City or I'm going to be in San Francisco or Oakland or you know those is there is there a you that's a particular age that has that vision has that dream has that perspective is there a version of me in the at a certain age in the future where I'm not in in Minneapolis is that what you're at no 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 it's a certain age of you from the past that had that as their goal their vision their like you're a 21 year old and you're going man I'm going to New York City I mean I'm 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 up I'm going to school here and then I'm up and out yeah yep there was that version yeah so I know this sounds weird but I have a belief that when we when at whatever age we decide th- when we decide things or when we declare things if we don't fulfill on those it's almost like being out of it or or we're it's out of integrity with our own word mm. but it occurs like it's a different person's word because we've grown so far and we've had so many events happen beyond that so your 21 year old you occurs almost like a different person but that was you and that was your word saying you were not going to settle and you were not going to stay in Minneapolis and you know you're not going to mm-hmm. stay in Minnesota you're going to be in New York City yeah so there's me, a weird thing that happens when we get out of integrity with our own word that it doesn't mm-hmm. resonate with our being and we have okay. to get that complete sometimes yeah so there may be something to get complete with yourself <laughs> like some forgiveness for yourself or some you know, some acknowledgement that, hey, I didn't do that. <laughs> you know, like I said, I would and do that. And that you gave something I up. Didn't. I mean, yeah, there's a mourning factor there, too, that I don't think most of us really recognize. Um, and that was something that Jay has taught me along the way, is that mourning is not necessarily a bad thing. Like, you have to mourn whatever it is that you have lost or given up or released. You know, even when I lost... A bunch of weight. I was like, why am I in this weird space? I couldn't like get settled with myself. And he was like, you got to kind of mourn the person that you were. I mean, that was who you were for a long time. And now you're in this new space. You got to like give yourself that ability to let that go. And it was like, oh, the bells went off. And I was like, okay. And so now I try to be really cognizant of like, if I'm letting something go, or if I'm, you know, decided if something's lost something, even a client, like I just give myself the space to mourn that a little bit before I try to, you know, move forward. That's interesting. A part of what comes up for me is um, my last job, I got to travel a ton internationally, and I never feel more alive than when I'm traveling. And I I love having all those different experiences. And when I left, I, I took, I I make about a third of what I made then. And I had in my head that like, no, it's fine. I won't be traveling from, for work, but, but I'll take personal trips. And that's the Mm -hmm. lifestyle I want to build for myself. And then when there's not the money to do that, (laughs) you know, you, I really miss that part of my life. And that's the thing that I go back to and kick myself. There's a part of you that's pissed off about that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that's yes. what I want you to get access to. Yeah. Yeah. That you got to let that part of you that's pissed off about that 
get healed up and forgiven and get in action around creating what they want. Because right now, you're not creating travel, but I really want to put you on the hook to start creating it. Yeah. And so money will be that? there. <laughs> well, the first thing you want to do is start having a vision for it, right? And then, I mean, you can give up the how. It will happen. But right now, it's blocked even – it's been blocked from your vision because it's like it been an either or. Like either you could do – I mean, like it's been mm-hmm. a uh, – when when I have the money, then I can do that. So it's not been part of your Absolutely. vision. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Or that was part of my previous life. And, you know, what what is holding you back from having international clients? Um. I haven't found them, or yeah, well, I've, I've had I mean, them, I mean, but they're based in. Yeah, in I the think United that's States part of the d- part of the. Yeah, that could be part the of how. the solution and part of the how. But right now, it's mm. about getting even. You know, clear with yourself that that's something that there's a part of you that thinks that you got sold out on. That's what I want. Just I'm gonna just say that to you. There's a part of you that's going. You sold out on us. We were we were traveling. Damn it! <laughs> now we're not. We're pissed. We got to figure this out. Yeah. Does that resonate with you? A little bit, although the, maybe the word sold out to me is part it's of. Harsh. Oh, it, no, is part of what I felt like I was doing working in the corporate world. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. so it so feels it's like, like on I, one hand, I you're honoring the, yourself, but yeah. then you got, but then you got <laughs> duped because you didn't get to fulfill on all the other stuff that you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That feels. Which might have been more important to you than you realized. Yeah. Yeah. The travel. And the money, you know, mm-hmm. like the whole thing, which mm-hmm. there also could be something going on that I could see where it's like, it feels superficial to think those things are important mm-hmm. to want money and travel and that kind of stuff. But the reality is, why wouldn't you want that stuff? <laughs> Who yeah. doesn't want that stuff? <laughs> I know. I look at it's the good. people that I admire and their stories and I'm like, yeah, those kind of people that are willing to give everything away to just pursue a dream. And yeah, I really admire those people. But when you're in it. when when you're kind of doing that it feels different when you're in it yeah it feels a lot different (laughs) oh yeah yeah and you're reading about all these people and that's what we do every day we like see everybody's best self that's what they put out to the world Mm -hmm. and so we're just imagining them you know jet setting all over the world and speaking and doing all these beautiful wonderful things and you know really most likely they just are sitting at home eating netflix i mean watching netflix and eating oreos and freaking out about the fact that they have to go on another trip someplace and they just really want to stay home and you know not have to deal with it so it's it's funny how we can create those images of what is out there happening that we're not a part of that that fomo that fear of missing out um can be really a struggle, especially if you've experienced it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a couple things, Charlene. One, I don't know you well enough to know your history or where that we, we dipped into the people pleasing a little bit. What mm-hmm. I want you to know is that I keep getting peeling up back layers and layers and layers of that stuff. And for me this past year, one of the things that was really important to me was that I, that I, really purge it out of my body. Like that I, I have done all the mental work, right? And I've done all the catching myself when I do it and getting better at it and flexing my muscle and all of that. But there was something in my world anyway that there was still that vibration living in my body. And I did work with a myofascial release person and really did a lot of work to, to heal that up. I don't know that that's your thing. I just say it because I want us coming from every angle and having you know that you're coming from every angle to... You know, get yourself in alignment with what you truly want. Mm, okay. 
So I say that just for you to be in the inquiry around, like, is that something that you should consider? Is that some of that people-pleasing, wherever it comes from, from your past, because most of that stuff comes from, you know, us being little kids in Mm -hmm. situations that we had to feel, make us ourselves feel safe in. Yeah. And so if that's your, if that's the case with you, um, I don't think we need to dive into that on this podcast, but if that's the case with you, then I want to invite you to consider that you may still have some of that trapped in you. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yep. Yeah. So it's just a place to look. The other thing is that, um, so in order for us to, again, just take on everything that could be in the way of you not being in alignment with that. Have you also um, feng shuied your 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 financial prosperity guas in your in your space? Like, do you are you are you sure that your prosperity your toilet isn't in your prosperity gua? Those kind of things. <laughs> no, I have okay. not. So there's a book called um, "Move Your Stuff, Change Your Life." It's about the most okay. basic feng shui book you can get. It'll just give you the gua and really give you the colors and the cures and the, I mean, it's enough to get anybody started. Okay. But that's something I also just want you to, you know, just another thing to make sure you're covering all your bases. Because I okay. think our space and having stuff, if, if we're coming from an energetic model and everything's energy, then cleaning out, cleaning out the space has to be part of it. Sure. You're blocked, you know, being able to be blocked from abundance coming in you know if they've got too much stuff there's no empty space to fill it in yeah or, i mean even the whole thing sure. about your <laughs> your if your prosperity goes in your in your toilet then you're flushing your flushing it away all every day so <laughs> it's love that it's stuff to consider that's for sure uh, but I want to get back to um, – so I just wanted to say those things as they came up in my head. And I like to if, – if they come, it's like I always feel like somebody's smacking me in the head saying, say that. Make sure she knows that. <laughs> um, so I just so, – I wanted to say those things to put those on your radar that I want to invite you to get that the, – the feng shui book, move your stuff, uh, change your life. And um, also look for yourself about – is there anything in, you know, might be living in your body to purge out? Um, and then along those lines, I want to get to uh, what's the core. Is there any core belief to root out? Um, because, you know, that's where most of the time this stuff is coming from. So would you share a little bit, a little bit about uh, for us um, in terms of prosperity? You know, what, what do you think you, you know, what do you want to create? And if, do you think you have any beliefs that, you know, there's still beliefs in you that resonate that, I'm not good enough. I can't have that. Not me, everybody but me, you know, whatever that is. Is that in there for you still? Yes. You know, when I was reading your book and you have, you have um, us write a letter to yourself, part of my letter was stop believing that everybody else has something that I don't have or can't have that's making them successful. And yeah. whether that's a skill set or geography or a family background or wealth even, like I, yeah. I do have that belief that like if I only just had a little bit more money, then I could do some of these things that would then bring in more money that um, I – and to me that sounds – I just keep thinking I must think I'm not worthy of it. It's not yeah. in my conscious level that I'm thinking that, but my beliefs and my actions sure make it seem like I think that. Yeah, and that's what I want to get to because it's it's your it's the evidence around us that gives us you know that that's a good. I mean, the stuff around when you look around your results, you go, well, there's the evidence of the belief mm-hmm. that I'm not good enough or I can't have it. Yeah, I don't I don't feel it in my core. I picture myself feeling sad and 
and, <laughs> you know, and depressed about it. And I don't yeah. feel that, but yeah. like you say, the evidence is there. So I feel like I have some sort of block. Maybe I'm not letting myself think that, or I, I'm not yeah. sure. What would happen if you, have you, um, had a chance to, uh, you know, when you roll around in I'm not good enough or if you gave yourself a chance to go there, is there is there uh what's the payoff in that? What's the payoff if I did let myself roll around in that? Well yeah, or I mean what's actually the by not there's a concern for me that you're that there's like a actually let me let me go here. There's a concern for me that there's like I think that's there, but but I'm gonna but I'm a smart rat, so I know what to do. You know what I mean? Rather than letting yourself get mm-hmm. in there and feel some of that stuff. Hmm. Have you let yourself feel it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe this is a way to describe it. I feel like I come off as like a confident person, but I mm-hmm. know that I worry a ton that I feel okay, like I go. roll around in it privately. There alone. you go. See, that's what I that's what I'm that, I, that's what I wanted to find out. There you go. So you roll around yeah. in it privately. What's the payoff of you rolling around in it privately? Um one people won't catch on that I'm not worthy <laughs> if I don't, if I don't let them know that I think that right. Or, yeah. um, or maybe it's not true. Cause I can just file it away. It's just one of those things that maybe only I think and other people don't think I'm not worthy mm-hmm. if it's just me. And then I'm not a burden. I hate being, you know, like whining to people about like, Oh, I think I'm not worthy, you know, and just spewing that to people, mainly my husband, because he has to hear <laughs> all the worries <laughs> from secretly, the Don't you get because, to be right? Hmm. If you show up as confident, but then you never quite make it, it's almost like you keep sabotaging yourself. Hmm. Because if you're rolling mean. around in it on your own, when not letting anybody know you're rolling around in it, you're sabotaging yourself. Okay. Right? I mean, yeah. can you see that? Yeah. And so if you're always occurring to, I mean, it would make other people go, huh, I wonder why she's not successful. And then behind the scenes, you get to go, see, I get to be right because I'm not worthy. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I I don't feel like I think of that consciously, but that certainly. No, no, I don't think you think of it consciously. Yeah. Yeah. That certainly is what everything seems to be following. But if you're rolling around in it. Un, um, behind closed doors, or you're rolling around in it and not tell, not talking about it, or letting anybody know about it. It's some. There's something. There's like a big juicy. You know, it's like all the things we do that we do, but in secret. You know, whatever that is. Like if I'm going to go in secret, eat a bunch of sugar. There's some payoff there for me to. There's some juicy payoff that I get out of that. Mm-hmm. And I, and there's something about like it's validating your your real story that it. You really aren't worthy, but you're going to put on a show for all these other other people that you you've got that handled. Hmm. I could see that. I I I often feel like you know I have other designers who call me for advice about business, and you know we talk about things. Whenever it's about somebody else or in the abstract, I have all these ideas, mm-hmm. and then I say, well, how come I can't turn the lens on myself? And think of all these things, right? But then I also realize it really depends on who I'm talking to in the audience that when they start giving me suggestions, it feels Mm -hmm. like help or it feels like a judgment and attack and that I've been doing things wrong and that that's why I'm not successful Mm -hmm. and, you know, that comes up. 
too. Yeah, it occurs like criticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep talking. Can you say more about that? Because there's uh, there's something in that around. Um, there's something around um, the world of. On one hand, you're rolling around in this uh, by yourself, and and on the other hand, you can see your own brilliance when you're collaborating with other people. Mm-hmm. And the world of not wanting to bother. There's something about not bothering people. See, I have such a thing about not being not a bother. I'm, I mean, I was going to kill myself so I wouldn't be a bother to my family about being gay. Seriously, that was like the yeah. predominant conversation for me was like, I don't want to shame my family or be a bother to my family. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to check out here. Right? Yep. That's an intense yep. thing that when you said that, it vibed as something that runs you. Mm-hmm. You don't. Yeah. I have I have a history of depression and suicide and eating disorders and all that when I was in my teen years that like uh-huh. definitely rooted, definitely rooted in those kind of same beliefs. What felt like back then, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, perhaps is now <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So have you gone back? Do you do you think that you've gone back and completely like for me? What I had to do was have a, as a matter of integrity, I am not allowed to roll around in any of that. I'm not good enough. Like I have to have it be a matter of my own integrity that even secret, like especially secretly, because boy, that can get myself in a world of hurt. Um, I am not allowed to have those conversations of unworthiness mm. and rolling around in it. Yeah, and when you start. Um, you. Well, because it's such a trigger to my past yeah. and all that stuff. When I start, it can go. I can go downhill pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I can get depressed pretty quick. Which is the opposite vibration that we want to create in terms of abundance. So, how do you? How? What? How did you stop that? Like, even when you're alone, how? I know that that's a muscle that you have to work, but yeah. Like, what? What's the first thing that stands out to you when you're doing it, and that first thing you say to yourself? We're actually going to stop right there because we have another about 30, 40 minutes of coaching with Charlene and we are trying to keep these each week at about a half hour to be respectful of everybody's time. So we want to come back next week and you can hear part two of Charlene's coaching call. And trust me, you do not want to miss it next week. We finally are getting into the work and she is having some major discoveries. Jay has a big aha and it's just great. Uh, You don't want to miss this one. So make sure to tune in again next week. And as always, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you so much. If you are interested in doing a coaching call with us, please, please, please get in touch with us through the Facebook page. You can message me or you can leave us a contact um, on our Doing the Work with Jay and Becca website, which is jayandbecca.com. So we'll see you next week. You don't want to miss it. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay. And we'll see you next week. See you next week.